Join me right now on Kumite TV is undefeated middleweight prospect Johnny Eblen. What's going on, Johnny? Oh, you know, just working out, keeping my weight down, uh, you know, getting ready to compete this uh, upcoming weekend. Uh, fucking excited. Can't wait. You know, everybody knows that you have major wrestling credentials. You know, you're from Missouri. Everybody knows about the story of you going to American Top Team. But I want you to take me through the first couple weeks when you arrived at American Top Team and, and how those weeks were and how they kind of built you and set you on your path. Um, the first couple weeks I was here, I wasn't uh, training full time. I was actually working. And uh, I was really just doing the grappling classes, kind of getting, you know, I was, I was, I was getting like caught in submissions, but it was really hard to submit me because I was pretty strong. But uh, I remember just it being really hard. And I was like, dude, this shit's hard. And I really wanted to, uh, you know, learn more because I saw a lot of higher level guys and they seemed to, you know, be able to roll all day and not get tired. And I'm just like, what's going on? Like, I'm doing something wrong. I just didn't know what I was doing. I was overexerting myself every roll and every go. I I would get tired and I'd get cramps and stuff. It was just different than wrestling. So uh, I don't know. I just I remember the first couple of weeks I was getting like kind of banged up and beat up a little bit. And uh, I could hold my own though, and that's kind of what kept me coming back was like me trying to figure out how to get better at this instead of just like giving up because it was hard. When did you decide to make the full-time move over to ATT? Um, so after my – I trained for like a couple months, and then I had a amateur fight against – it was against a guy that's never fought in his life, though. I remember – it was good practice, so I went out, beat the crap out of him. I remember uh, they had this rule, though, in the amateur, uh, like, to where, like, when you took the guy down, you couldn't hit his head. So like ground and pound to the body was it. Like I could like I couldn't punch him to the head. So it was very weird. I remember taking him down, like punching him in the stomach a bunch, and then he tried to get up, and then I submitted him against the cage with a um, like a front headlock choke. Um, and then after that, I mean I loved it. I wanted to start training full time. ATT kind of helped that happen. Um, they were moving me into the fighter house. But it like was being like remodeled or whatever. But I really wanted to like you know jump in it right away because I actually agreed to fight again like the week late a week later against a, a tougher guy that's been training. Um, he actually was training at the Black Zillions at the time. But uh, Mike Brown actually told me, "Hey, I have an extra room. You can stay in it um, while they remodel a house, so you can get ready for this next upcoming fight." So. I did that. I, I uh, ended up moving out of my place that I was living at, uh, cut my lease short, and then moved in with Mike Brown. That same day, I remember I had to drive to Tampa. So the day that I, I moved out of my house and like cut the lease, uh, that same day I had to leave and go to Tampa to fight. I went in Tampa, fought, won a decision against a tough guy. I fought up at like I think it was I fought at heavyweight. I weighed in at two oh nine. The dude weighed in like two ninety or two twenty nine. And uh yeah, it was it, it was a tough fight. And I just knew how to wrestle. This dude kinda knew how to strike. Kinda came out with a taekwondo stance, but he was like a wrestler. I was like, what the fuck? But I just I out grinded him, out wrestled him and, and ended up winning. 
But uh, yeah, and then after that, I came back and I ended up crashing at Mike Brown's house that night. And then ever since then, I've I've been fighting full time. Has Mike Brown been your main coach from the beginning, or did you have a few coaches that you've kind of learned from throughout the time at ATT? I would say Mike has been like a very stable coach for me. The only thing is he has a lot of fighters. He trains, he travels a lot. Um, so I tended to pick up other coaches along the way. Um, I get to work with Dean Thomas a lot. Uh, Mo just, you know, kind of took on the coaching role just recently. So King Mo has been a, another coach I brought on board. Um, Steve Mako was like the main, the guy that kind of got me in the gym originally but he's just a wrestling coach he'll, he'll tell you he's a wrestling coach he's not an mma guy um but i mean i think he's an mma guy he, he's knowledgeable enough he has fights but uh i think he likes to stick with the wrestling so uh he's another coach that i like to work with a lot um also uh a couple fighters i like to work with is like george mazadal uh he's helped me out a lot and uh yeah man um, shoe face, another, he's like a jujitsu guy that I learned from. I know he's had a tough go. He had a tough go with, uh, Uriah Hall and then, uh, he, he lost a split and then he lost another split. Wait, wait. He, he lost a split to Uriah Hall. Yeah. And then he lost a split to, uh, um, his last fight before that, uh, against the guy. He, he just got caught in the wrestling scrambles, ended up on his back a little bit longer than he should have. So yeah, but he's, he's fucking good though, man. He, he taught, he's taught me so much about jujitsu and, taught me how to like just use less energy and how to kind of mix my wrestling with jujitsu and how to learn how to like take the back and how to like retake the back when they start to get loose and stuff like that. So I learn a lot from fighters, coaches, and I just try to learn from everybody. Yeah. There's so many guys down there, you know what I mean? So many coaches oh, yeah. that are phenomenal. Um, going back to uh Masvidal, you know, you've worked with them closely. He's in the media a lot, you know, him and Colby. What, is there tensions? You know, is that real? Like, is it really going yeah, no, on? Do you feel it? It's pretty real. It's pretty real. I mean, it's separate from me, mm. but I'm just going to say I like people that are real, that don't put up an act. And George, George is a real motherfucker. And I respect that about that guy. He's a, he's a cool ass dude too. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I was cool with Colby at first and then he started saying stuff and I know I understood at first it was an act, the thing he was doing. And then I don't know, kind of feel like it kind of got out of hand and then I don't know. I mean, I just don't really fuck with the dude. I mean, if he needs some goes, I'll go with him. He's not going to make me worse. He'll make me better. He's a good fighter. I respect him in that aspect. He's a, he's a very good fighter, but, uh, I don't know. Like I'm not going to say what's up to him or, you know, try to hang out with him. I'll just leave it, you know, at that, you know. Yeah, your your team, your gym is just so big. Like, there's so many guys and girls on that team, and it's 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 kind of like a, a you know, you could actually go there probably and and not even talk to anybody that's in the media and train and leave and uh, and not even have to like really have any relations, right? No, yeah, I mean, a lot of the time, that's kind of how it is, like. You come in, you put in your work, you leave. I mean, you, you can, you, you have friends, like, obviously, like, I have a lot of friends here. I'm friends with almost everybody here. I'm pretty cool with everybody. But, uh, 
yeah, if something like that kind of happens, it makes there it makes a little tension in the gym. Maybe, um, maybe you know they'll schedule things a little differently, you know, to keep those people away from each other, you know, just for safety reasons. Um, but for the most part, we're a pretty you know tight knit team. Uh, for as long as I've, as I've been here, this is the worst thing that's probably happened. Um, but you know, I I don't really notice it. I kind of just forget about it. Um, it has nothing to do with me personally, so I just try to stay out of it. But, um, yeah, I, I train with George a lot, and George is – I consider him one of my good friends. So, I mean, it is what it is. He got beef with him. They got beef. But, yeah, it's I don't got beef with anybody. So <laughs> Exactly. Well, that's the yeah. best way, man. Um, now, with George, he's going to fight Nate soon. I'm pretty sure you've been working with him a little bit. Do you see him just crushing Nate? You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I think George is a lot more well-rounded than Nate in, uh, in, in a lot of things. I think he has a little more tools than Nate. I actually haven't been working with George that much this fight. He doesn't really need me. He, he needed me more for, like, uh, Ben. I worked a lot with him for Ben. Um, but he's been actually helping me with uh, – because my fight's coming up uh, next week. Uh, it comes up. Uh, yeah, Friday, October 4th. He's been uh, helping me out a lot, uh, like my striking and stuff. I, I've been doing a lot of striking drills. I showed him my opponent. He kind of, you know, dissected him a little bit, showed, showed me a couple things that um, opened up to him in his eyes that he was like, hey, this is going to be open during the fight. You should do this, blah, blah, blah. Um, so I've made a couple trips down to Miami, you know, but I haven't really, really trained with him, uh, you know, to get ready for Nate. He's he has another training partner for that, which is like cool. That's fine. That's that's what he needs. Yeah. He needs a guy that's going to imitate Nate. I'm not going to imitate Nate at all. Um, but I do think he'll be hitting me up uh, when he gets that Usman fight, <laughs> or if that Usman fight happens, shit. Because Usman's about to fight uh, Colby. So yeah. he, fuck if that Colby fight happens. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I'll probably train be, with him if he has to fight a wrestler. That's all I'm going to say. That's, it's going to be I'm a, a wild time, man. If you need that wrestling look, man, I got you, you know. Because right. George is my boy. I'm going to help that dude out. He's helped me out a lot, you know. Um, but, yeah, uh, I I just think he's better than Nate, honestly, man. Uh, Nate Nate's a tough dude, though. So if Nate can survive and, like, you know, fucking survives the storm, survives, you know, getting beat up and then – gets George tired, which I don't see really happening. George has a fucking amazing gas tank. Uh, that's like his only shot, you know, or maybe, you know, getting George tired and trying to like make it dirty and somehow, you know, get something going, you know, and get, 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 uh, some momentum going. But I really don't see that happening. Uh, I just think George is going to pick him apart and put him away. All right, well, let's go back to, you know, your career so far with Bellator. You know, you made your professional, or not, promotional debut at Bellator 218 versus uh, Chauncey Foxworth. You know, you went to the decision for the first time in your professional career. You know, what yeah. did you learn from that? That I can go hard as fuck for three rounds. <laughs> That's really what I learned. Um, there was a couple of times in that fight where I'm like, dude, if I, if I go for this, I... I think I could finish the fight, but for some reason I didn't pull the trigger. I don't know what it was, but honestly, I think it's, it was a good thing. I needed a decision fight. I needed, uh, I needed that. 
uh, I learned a lot from that fight actually. And, uh, I learned a lot of stuff about myself, like how hard I can actually go. Cause I watched that fight a couple times after and I'm like, damn dude, I put a high pace on this guy. Um, a lot of people would have gassed out after the first two rounds. I didn't, um, I probably could have gone another round after that, but, uh, yeah. Um, I just took away good things from that fight. So, uh, yeah. It's been around six months, you know, from that fight to this fight coming up. Why did you take so much time off? Or was it just like you couldn't get booked? It, it, I couldn't get booked, man. I was waiting. I was like, hey, I'm ready to fight next month. Like, let's go. Let's get this going. And they just kept, you know, okay, maybe maybe this month. Maybe the, maybe the month after. Uh, maybe September. But uh, they, I finally got October. Um, got me an opponent. Took it took a little while. It was kind of more like last minute that they've been doing, like uh, like four weeks out. I think they finally got me an opponent four or five weeks out. Um, but I got the date a little bit before that, so that's kind of how they work, I guess. I don't know. Uh, as long as I'm healthy, dude, I'll fight every weekend. So that's that's just how I am. That's how, how I've always competed. I've competed every weekend my whole like life, you know, yeah. from the age of four when I started wrestling all the way to college, I was, there was a season and in that season you competed every week. And then in the off season, I would compete every other week. So it's like, I'm just used to competing. So as long as I'm healthy, man, I'm ready to go. Have you been at American top team training getting people ready for fights the whole time throughout the whole six months? Or did you, you know, go other places and kind of get some training in elsewhere? Um, so after my fight, did I leave? I'm trying to think. I think I left a couple times, but more for, you know, more for like, I guess like kind of vacation. Mm -hmm. um, I've more been staying here, training here and getting, you know, some guys ready for fights. Uh, I will I will get ready on the possibility of me getting a fight. Like, I didn't even know if I was going to get this date. Like, you know, like I was like working for August. I didn't even know if I had the date, but I was training like I was going to fight in August. And then I realized, okay, shit, I didn't get the fight in August. I'll take a week off and then I'll get back to training. So then after that, I was working for September. And then like, okay, I didn't get the date for September. I was ready for September, but it didn't happen. But then I got the call for October, and I was like, perfect. I've been training. I've been getting better this whole time. Um, the only traveling I did is I traveled uh, with George to uh, the Ben Askren fight uh, to Vegas. So I trained out there. Um, short so trip. Yeah. yeah, short trip. Five <laughs> seconds. Five seconds, man. Oh, my God. How old are I you am feeling? A alum, yeah. But like. I don't know. I never really fucked with Ben like that. Like mm. we're, he's a lot older than me. We came from two different eras, but I remember, uh, my coach was always talking like, you know, good. I mean, he's a good guy. He's not a horrible guy, but man, he was talking a hell of shit. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, you can't do that. And just expect, you know, the guy not to come and try to take your head off. Yeah. So yeah, dude, it was, that was a, that was a great experience. That was awesome. Um, really happy for that guy. Now he's getting all the credit he deserves. He's finally, you know, going to get, get what he deserves, honestly. Definitely. Well, now you're taking on Mauricio Alonso next. He's a very seasoned veteran. 
the most experienced guy you're facing so far in your career. You know, what are your thoughts on him? I think uh, that kind of sums it up, seasoned vet. But when you look at his record, who's he really fought besides, uh, what's his name, his last fight? Um, Koscheck. And yeah. even then, Koscheck was kind of like on his way out. Not trying to say like the guy's like shitty or anything. He's good. He's 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 a de- he's a decent vet. Has a lot of fights, but it's not like he has a lot of fights against super quality opponents. So um, yeah, he's on a three fight win streak, I think too. And he also hasn't fought in like two or three years, I think. Yeah. And he's also going up a weight class. And he's fighting me. Like I'm I'm a different animal. I'm I'm not going to be most of the guys he's fought. And I think he's going to realize that on October 4th. When you visualize this fight, you know, coming up, you know, what type of fight are you going to bring, you know, against Alonzo? I think I'm going to bring a high pace, something that he can't handle. But also, you know, it's going to be a chess match, but a very high paced chess match. Like, I'm not going to come in like crazy, you know, reckless. I'm going to come in, you know, focused, making the right moves, just but too many moves for him to comprehend. And next thing you know, it's like, oh, shit, I'm on my back. Oh, shit, he's letting me up. Oh, shit, I'm on the cage now. Oh, shit, I'm getting taken back down. Oh, shit, now I'm getting hit with a right hand. Or, oh, I'm getting hit with a left hook. Like, and I'm not going to let him breathe and, like, calculate what's going on because that's what a seasoned vet wants. Mm-hmm. He wants to slow the fight down, kind of like, okay, try to, you know, try to land something clean maybe. But I don't. I don't think I'm going to let that happen. I'm going to make it dirty, very high pace, and I don't think he's going to be able to handle it. You're very ambitious. You know, I see yourself trying to work up, work your way up to the title, you know, eventually. How long do you give yourself until you are in that, in the talks, you know, in title contention? Hey, man, I'm just going to go win fights, and I'll let Bellator or the media or whatever dictate that. I'm, my job is to win fights, and that's all I'm going to do. I'm going to train to get better and become a better martial art artist, a better person, and win fights, and that's it. And when I get my title shot, I get my title shot. Maybe I don't. Who cares? As long as I'm winning and making money, that's all I care about. The, t- so the title will come. You know, it'll come. I'm yeah. I'm 27 years old. I'm gonna. I'm, it's gonna come. You know. So basically, you're just gonna force them. To give you a title shot, there's you know, because winning, if you Eventually, if you're yeah. like twenty and zero, what can they do, right? Exactly. Like if you're always winning, there's nothing they can say, you know. But if if I try to wait around, you know, get the right fights and like talk shit and like that's I, I'm not about that. I kind of like how Dustin did did his yeah. whole thing. Like he's like, I didn't say shit. I just fucking fought and I won and. I mean, it didn't completely pan out how he wanted to, but I mean, he was an interim champ and he fought Khabib and, you know, it didn't go the way he wanted, but shit, man, I fucking respect the way he got there. Not a lot of people can do that. No, not, you're right, man. It's, it's incredible what he has done, like who he has beaten. You know what I mean? Like only, only respect to Dustin. That's all you can give him. Uh, now let's, you know, the middleweight division, you know, uh, Rafael Lovato Jr. is the champ. Do you feel yeah. that he beat Gegar Mousasi in that fight? Or do you think Gegard won that fight? I mean, technically, yeah. 
he won that fight. But kind of in like a weird BJJ way because he got his back, got a figure four on his uh, – and got his back and like uh, Musashi couldn't get away. Um, but I thought Musashi definitely like dealt more damage. Mm-hmm. And uh, I actually thought for a little bit, I was like, damn, Musashi got it. Musashi – but then like they got in the grappling exchanges. I remember watching it and like then he got his back. I'm like, oh shit, he's going to win this round because he's just going to hold his back this whole time. Mm. And it's like I understand like, yeah, I mean I guess you can win a round like that. But I feel like there's you know more exciting ways to win a fight. Um, but I mean, hey, you got to do what you got to do to win a fight. So props to him. Uh, he definitely won the fight. I think so. But just I think it could have been a little bit more entertaining, I guess. But that's just me, you know. Musasi, he comes out, you know what I mean? And he's just saying that Lovato's on on PEDs. You know, what do you think? What do you you know, what do you think about those? He looks comments? pretty ripped up all the time, is all I'm gonna say. <laughs> he looks pretty ripped up. I, I don't know, man. I don't know him personally. Yeah. And I I'm not gonna try to spread any rumors. I don't yeah. fucking know, man. But uh I mean Bellator's not under USADA. And if you look at a lot of grapplers that I don't think they get drug tested very often. So who knows who's on what and what who's taking what. I don't really give a shit. I think if you start to do that shit and rely on it, it's going to not pan out for you in the long run anyway. Because let's be real, like if you really want to be at the top of the top, like people say UFC, obviously they say UFC. I mean, I fight for Bellator. I think there's a lot of fucking top level fighters in Bellator. And if you're a Bellator world champ, you're legit. Yeah. Um, but you know, and, and if you ask anybody, they'll say, yeah, UFC champion at, you know, at the end of the day, this is the very top level guy. Um, not, not knocking Bellator at all. They're fucking great. They're amazing. But, uh, I mean, you, you have USADA, and you can't cheat USADA. So if you get stuck on that shit and you try to make the move, I don't think you'll do very well. You know, because then you have to get off the sauce. So if Lovato makes a jump and he's fine in the UFC or whatever, then good for him. <laughs> but we'll see, you know. You'll see with time. Definitely. Well, man, I'm excited for your next fight, man. October 4th, Bellator 229. You have to fly all the way to the West Coast, but it's all good. Thanks, Johnny, for the time, man. Good luck on the fight and your future. Thanks, bro. Appreciate it.